No one even can comprehend the amount of shit that I go through. I had a breeze of hope. I had a breeze of hope. And then it all fall. It all fall to pieces. I don't know why I live. I don't know why they do this to me. I mean, can't they see on my face that I have no desire to live and I am just on the edge. I am on the edge and I really want to fall. I really want to fall. I really want to fall. Oh, this is so hard. I hate God. I hate him. Why would you give me this hope? Why would you give me this hope if you're going to take it this quickly? If you're going to take it this quickly, don't give it to me from the start. Let me live in my own filth. Till I die, but don't give me a breeze. Why would you give me a breeze? It's not gonna work. Why would you put me through that? I know that I don't pray or I don't do any of these things, but God, couldn't you just show me some mercy? So all I ask for is mercy, nothing less and nothing more. I just want to, for people to... <laughs> I just want to, give me some compassion. Empathize with me. But no one is doing it, not my family, not my friends, not anyone. And I know life doesn't go that way. I know there's no such thing as luck. But there's these people that are controlling me, that are all over my shoulders and not able to. They can't breathe. They're strangling me. And I am really close to the edge, and I can fall as quickly if I've fallen. No one will know. No one. Don't give a fuck if they knew or they care because if they treat you like shit when you're alive, then they deserve to mourn and feel pain when you die. I really tried to pull myself together last time. I really did. I really pulled myself together. I really did. But then there's this. There's this breeze of hope that it didn't last, <laughs> that it couldn't last, that it could have, it could have lasted, but it didn't. I don't know why, but it just didn't. It just, oh, it's so easy to do it. You don't understand how it is easy for me to just fucking do it. Why am I like... I mean, all my...
my problem. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Oh, God. Just give me some justice, please. I want some justice. I want to see him in pain. Just for the reason they put it me. I'm not evil, okay? Take that back. Okay, just. No one sees it in my game, just. Please explain so they do remember things that they've done to me. Please explain. Oh, it really does seem like it's forevermore. I can't catch a break. I've been tormented my entire life. And it's like all my problems would be solved. I had money and, and the, the problem was that I could have had money like a, a job or something but some people fucked it up for me and so now I'm stuck with my own sis again filth meaning my depression which I call this filth I don't know why I do that but I do I think I did cover it up oh I'm not allowed to live. I'm not allowed to improve my way of living. I'm not allowed to do anything. I'm allowed to sit in my bed and not move, not make a sound, and don't give opinions because you're a fucking woman and you can't do shit to yourself. And you will never get support. You will never get supported, not from your family, not from anyone. You, they will always make you feel like a load of shit. <laughs> like this big inconvenience that they best. They make the decision to best me. Now I'm here and getting into scrap. That they chose for me. That I can't change because I can't because they won't, they won't let me change. They won't let me. You don't understand the hopelessness. You can't understand the hopelessness. When I live in... It's not, not the world is attacking me. It's the people are closest to me are all the one attacking me. And I have no one close to me. But they the people that I... Exchanged with every day. I don't know if people gonna hear this, or I'm I'm probably gonna lose my subscription because this is like I can't even pay like <laughs> the little amount of money that I'm paying to post this. It's ridiculous. 
And I'm not like doing helpful episodes, I'm just breaking down and crying. And I'm not expecting to do helpful episodes. I just, this one time, I suddenly found like a girl crying on Spotify talking about also her depression and how she wanted, you know. I thought it was crazy that I hear that. And then I heard it all. I didn't even hear like the rest of her episodes. I, I'm not a big into podcast. Because I think if I want to listen to something and sit, I'd rather listen to a song. Or like a lecture, like something that a podcast that it's really useful or something. Anyways, I'm trying to get into podcasts. So. Anyways, yeah. I'm posting this and probably this month might be the last I'm not sure the other day I was gonna do one you know I was fine <laughs> you know say this I was fine like before like 50 was it before 50 or like was it before 50 like before 12 I use military time so you don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I think it was before fifteen or before twelve. No, no, no. It's absolutely before fifteen, and I got the message, and I got a breeze of hope, and then I'm just down. And now what time is it? <laughs> it's zero zero. It's twelve. It's midnight. Ugh. My phone is about to die. No, it's not about to die. It's nine. It's pretty good. I don't think like you understood my crying for the past nine minutes right now. Okay. I'm gonna try to make this as normal podcasty as possible. And I'm recording this from my phone, so the quality is shit, so be it. But I'm gonna pretend for a second that people are listening. Hmm. If people are listening, what am I going to say? Interesting. By the way, I've never heard my own episodes. Never heard them. I posted like one. <laughs> my own episodes, just one. Right one? Yeah. I think one. I was crying for 30 minutes. I've heard it. The trailer that I posted, I might have heard like once. And I, yeah, I suppose that I have to recommend a movie. The other day, a girl like said the most horrible thing to I recommended her a movie and she said that oh I recommended like a, like three movies or something and she said oh I saw it on TV on like this channel on TV that you know I don't remember the channel name but it was like this cheeky channel from my childhood <laughs> that always shows Fast and Furious I was like oh my god that's embarrassing is my movie quality down or something uh, anyways, I don't speak to people anymore. It's a bit awkward to speak to people. Uh, you know, even though like things are not gonna work out, I'm gonna. You know, I was fine. Like having zero in my bank account, I was fine. I was fine. 
before fifth game, you know, I was like reading, you know. I don't know, I think about karma. I've, I've experienced karma, like on me. That's something that I did to people and then it was done to me like four years later. Like I ditched my friends. I used to ditch people all the time. But I I warned you. <laughs> Anyways, I'm a bitch or something. Um I ditched people and now my friends did ditch me and treat me like shit, like how I used to treat people. So that's karma for me. But since they did that, I'm expecting that they one day get karma. <laughs> So it happened to me, and now I'm waiting for it to happen to them, which is very funny, because it's stupid. But I'm waiting for my payback, that I got it, because I did something, and this is my payback for the things that I did. Hilarious. We know life is a circle. <laughs> or a chain, or just whatever, something. <laughs> so I'm waiting for them to get karma. I know, anyways, I'm not going to talk about them, they're a piece of shits. Ugh, I think, how weird is it, like, to know a person, and then you leave that person, and you think, oh my god, I don't think I ever knew that person. Like, if they could do that, and I was with them, and they are the same person. I don't know, I assume I, I changed something. They change their behavior, you know. I've lost a best friend a few years ago. And it was shit to me, but I knew she was bad, so I left. And she left, and it was mutual, I guess. This time is very dramatic, and the unsaid is bigger than the things that is said. And if you ask me how face to face, I would answer, but if you ask me on WhatsApp, I'm not gonna answer correctly, or I'm not going to say what's in my heart. I don't know what is it weird, what it's so weird that you can't say what's in your heart. Like, why can't I just say it? Why, why do I have to be nice to people who never considered being nice with me? Why do I have to be gentle with my words and keep stuff in? Why, if I go on, if I go on and said all what I had in mind, you know, without a filter or anything, I would break your heart. I would, you would cry for days. I presume you'd do that. I'm not sure. I mean, but damn, I know it would hurt you. If I said completely what was in my heart, I didn't say that. I always keep it gentle. But if I lost my respect to you, and expect me, expect me to at least talk with her, cross her job. Because damn, like, you need some, like, some slapping in the face. And that would be my words. And if I was confident enough at the time that we had this going, you know, that's another conversation. <laughs> the way that I rehearse things and when I say them, I'd be like, mm. silence all the time, trying to try to remember my lines. 
It was ridiculous. I mean, I've thought about this conversation, or like a conversation I thought about it, for like weeks, or like two weeks, <laughs> weeks or two weeks. And when I had the conversation, it was like, um, okay. I like, I was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't say anything that was in my mind. Isn't that ridiculous? So I think it is. It is ridiculous. I should say what's in my mind. And I should hurt people. Because people hurt me. Not with their words. No, they couldn't be this powerful. I mean, they're stupid and they... I don't think that they have... As much intellectual power. Or word phrasing. You know, I'm bilingual and I speak two, I'm bilingual, okay, and English is not even my first language, so you might find, if you watch the first episode, <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous how I think people can watch this, I mean, listen to it, yeah, if you listen, you're gonna find, I think I was like speaking different accents, but now I'm just like very British, but it's okay, because... Not British, I don't have a lot of accent speaker. But it's not even my first language, so I'm just fucked. Whoever I want. It's my house, my rules. Hold on a minute. My bad. Okay. I'm not, I'm, I'm recording this like, um. Or one piece. So the first nine minutes has been me crying and now me mumbling about nothing. You know, if you feel like lonely and you need to have a conversation with someone stupid like me, then you shall have one. (laughs) Uh, Well, I remember something. With my best friend, the ex-best friend, (laughs) I had this moment of uncomfortable silence. It was very weird. I never had it before. I never had it before with her, this uncomfortable silence. But I was like, I pretended to myself that it was, it was comfortable silence. I was like, ugh, come on, come It was comfortable. It was uncomfortable. And like, like a week, not week, like after all this happened, like those like months ago, and then like weeks after all this drama happened, I just like a week ago or something, I remembered it. I was like, oh my god, I was literally lying to myself. That was comfortable silence, and it wasn't. <sighs> Maybe like this uncomfortable silence means something, man. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Ooh. I mean, I'm cool with being awkward. I've been awkward all my life. And I'm cool with awkward situations. Like, I don't feel like awkward in awkward situations. Because this is what I'm used to. This is my, like, my base. <laughs> like, people or, like, awkward conversations. I'm like, no. I'm, like, in my zone. <laughs> I know that they think that it's awkward. But for me, I'm, like, comfortable. Because this is what I'm used at. <laughs> what I'm used to. 
Um, but yeah, when it's not awkward, I'll be like, uh, yeah, that's awkward <laughs> that we're sitting having a normal conversation. <laughs> uh, weird. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What else? I've been, like, for a couple of days. Uh, every for all these days, like I had three days where I cried myself to sleep and I didn't sleep. I'm supposed to sleep at twelve, which is like midnight zero zero. And and I didn't sleep and I I was I was crying till like three or three thirty or like three and then I decided to stop crying so try to sleep and I didn't sleep until three thirty or like anyway same scenario different timing. And every day I wake up and I I would have the best day of my life. I don't know why. I would wake up in the morning, haven't slept for like two hours max. And I'd go out and I would have the best day of my life. Even like with myself. One one time I was with myself, I went out alone. It was the first time I went out alone. I was really scared because I'm so codependent. I used to be, you know, I used to be not codependent and I went to being fully codependent and now I'm trying to go back to being, like, not codependent. Anyways, I went out and it was, before that, I cried the whole night. And then I went out again and I cried all night. I think it's like, I should cry myself to sleep tonight. <laughs> because, <laughs> because if really looking, <laughs> maybe it's a pattern, maybe I'm into something, maybe I'm... You know, you know, maybe maybe it's a trick in the matrix. <laughs> maybe it's a glitch that if I cried myself to sleep, I'd wake up and have <laughs> a great day. I mean, I suppose not. But <laughs> I mean, I still should try it. Anyways, I guess if it's if it was a glitch. <laughs> I think it was like it must happen naturally or something. <laughs> Me being hopeful about crying because I might I might have a good day. Uh if I hurt myself and cried myself to sleep all night, that is the most ridiculous nonsense plan I've ever made. <sighs> you know what? I guess I am hopeful. I get excited because I'm pretty much suicidal. Um, I get excited when I have this hope. When I have this plan. like I have like this one week break from uni. From my college. And uh, I planned to read. I bought books and everything. <laughs> I mean, I I used to read, but I stopped. Oh my god, I have something to talk about. Maybe I'll stop this and start another thing. Maybe I should do that. So I would post two episodes. Which is exciting for my fans. Who are currently R6. I think I have... No, no, no. Pardon, pardon. I might have three listeners. I might. 
and I don't know what 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 it means. Like, are they like just opened it and closed it, or listened to the whole thing? I I don't get it, but I'm all there for this. Cause three, it's a magic number. <laughs> uh, I hope I feel better soon. Okay, I'm gonna stop this episode. And I'm gonna start a new one if oh, I have a charger. Anyways. Your movie for the day is, that's my tummy, uh, is Tick, Tick, Boom. It's a great story. It's a true story. I mean, it's a true story about a person, but it's a play. It's a musical, and it's pretty known. I think it's quite famous, especially right now. Um, uh uh and it's starring Andrew Garfield directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda. I know it's scary that I said Lin-Manuel Miranda, but it's um he did good. He just directed. <laughs> and it's about a play. It's called Tick Tick Boom. Anyways, it highlighted things that I didn't know it happened in the 90s. I mean, the story. And so there's stuff I didn't know. I don't want to sp- No, not spoiler. It's a life thing, so I don't think it's a spoiler. <laughs> so the uh, AIDS crisis that happens in the 19s. I didn't know about that. I mean, great movie. I loved it. The writing is amazing. Thank to Jonathan, who wrote the play. Um, and it's pretty good. Go watch it if you would want to. Night-night. I'm going to record the second episode now.